Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Greeting from New Hope International Church. I'm glad to be back to talk to you, to give you ministry advice so that you will be effective for Jesus Christ, for the church. I have been serving God for 30 years, and I admit that I have made many mistakes. I and Pastor Da have learned so many painful lessons, have repented and changed and adjust our life. So many times we struggle, and we don't want the new generation of pastors and leaders like you Repeat the mistake we make. You don't want to spend many, many years doing wrong things and find out later on that it was wrong. So this message for ministry advice is good for you to be like a vaccine to protect you and prevent you from doing wrong things and the church will grow faster. God will get the glory. Today I would like to speak to you a couple of things. First of all, I'd like to read from the scripture, the book of Proverbs, chapter 11, verses 24 and 25. There is one who scatters, yet increases more, and there is one who withholds more than is right, but it leads to poverty. The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. Definitely, this scripture is applied to each individual. Each Christian should apply this scripture to him or herself. But as the church, in fact, everything comes from the top leader. If the top leader likes the fire, everyone will get the fire. If the top leader loves the word, everyone under will love the word. The same thing about the spirit regarding giving and finances. I notice in my observation as being a pastor for 30 years that there are two kinds of Christians. Christians who have the spirit of poverty and the spirit of generosity. Our God is a rich God. He is a generous God. He has given us all kinds of fish, all kinds of fruits, all kinds of trees, rains and sunshine, beautiful scenery. He's a generous God. In my observation, people who have poverty spirit or poverty mentality will always look at for cheap things, do everything to the minimum because they are afraid to spend. They are afraid to give. You cannot build the kingdom of God by having or depending on poverty mentality. And in my observation all these years, the leader or the pastor or the church that is generous, willing to take a risk to give, to do big things for God, God bless them generously and God give them supernatural favor and increase in number. But the 
church elders and pastors who are having the poverty mentality, try to spend the least, try not to give anything to people, not giving to any ministry. They tend to have problems in the church, and the church doesn't grow. God cannot bless poverty mentality. I would like you to sit down and pray and examine your own heart, whether you have that fear or not, the fear of being poor, the fear of not having enough. Definitely, I understand we have to be practical and we need to look at the budget, the income and the expense of the church and of the ministry. But sometimes people are so afraid to spend and to invest to the point that the ministry get bogged down, get so crammed down by the poverty spirit. Please have the spirit of generosity. If God speaks to you to do something, even though it may be higher budget, do it. Don't worry about it. God will bring money to you. Definitely, we need to be balanced. But the whole point I want to talk today to you is that please be the leader and the church that is generous, not stingy, not hoarding things into its own ministry. Amen? The second thing that I would like to give you advice is about pulpit ministry. We are living in the flesh, and sometimes when we see something wrong in the church, we get frustrated in the flesh, and we sometimes rush to correct the problem. And one of the big mistakes that many pastors are doing is to correct people on the pulpit. i give you an example. If you are frustrated with 20% of people come to church late, and you begin to bang on this 20%, the 80% will know right away that you are correcting them. And they will think that next time when I do something wrong, this pastor is going to get on me on the pulpit. Condemnation doesn't help. Jesus never used condemnation. We should use encouragement. Encourage people the benefit of coming to church on time. Exhort people to love God, and then they will come on time anyway. And the church is going to be filled with all kinds of people, people who are mature, new, old believers, new believers. If you see somebody make mistakes, and sometimes a big group of people know, and you correct that person in front of public, that person will feel embarrassed and will begin to cause strife, bitterness, anger, and then the church is going to be filled with this spirit. I determine not to correct people on the pulpit. I just preach the message as a vaccine to protect people and educate people to do the right thing. If I notice that people make mistakes, I will call that person personally and correct that person in the personal level. Talk to them eye to eyes in a loving way, sweet, talk, encourage. I will not bring that issue up in my sermon or try to attack anybody from the preaching time. Amen? So, i give you an example. Sometimes I may be frustrated that uh, some people reject the Holy Spirit and always walk out during the laying on of hand. And I feel frustrated because they miss the good things and my flesh may come up and have the 
temptation to say something very strong to condemn these people, the Lord keep reminding me, don't do that at all. I should keep teaching, keep educating, showing example, giving testimony, and encourage them to come in to the prayer line without condemning them. We need to respect people' boundary. We need to respect people' decision. People have choices. Even God respect their choices. I, as a human, have no right to condemn their choices. The only thing I can do to just love, pray for them, show example, keep talking about the goodness of the things that they need to change. They can see the benefit of changing instead of banking on their head by our voice on the pulpit. Amen. So these two things I want to leave with you today, and I believe that God will adjust you, help you to be a better leader or pastor or preacher for the sake of Jesus Christ. Thank you again for spending time in listening to this ministry advice, and I will meet you again in the next message. God bless you. May God give you the increase in everything: wisdom, faith, love. Manpower, finances, and the favor of God. I will see you and talk to you next time. Amen. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. To them all gathered in your name, I lift you.